Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. Welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. I'm sitting here with a fabulous friend and person. He is a master stylist and artist. This is Trevor Hunt. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to the Hey Girl penthouse. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. I'm happy you're here. What do you think? Is this, this is our new, the new it's penthouse for the, for the podcast. It's cute. I like it. It's cute. Good. All right. So listen, I know you're super busy and you're squeezing me into your very busy schedule today. So we're very grateful. I know you're going to be traveling and working and whatnot. But before we get into all that, can you give the audience a little bit more of a backstory on you uh, and kind of, you know, what brought you here to Vegas and to be this fabulous stylist that you are, this this innovative artist in the beauty field? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, um, Yeah, so I am a hairstylist. I've been working for about seven years, um, and that's why I came to Vegas. I um, originally am from St. George, Utah. Oh, nice. Small little religious town. And you you Uh, were just like, Vegas is it. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, I mean, because it's so close to here. You know, as a young 20-something-year-old in St. George, you're going to come to Vegas on the weekends, and you're going to start to build friends here. And so when I was in hair school, that's like, that's what we did, was come down to Vegas. So kind of For the weekend. For the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just come get get of a drive, is it? It's like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. totally close. Super, super close. So it just kind of already felt like a second home, and I knew that there was a lot more opportunity out here in Las Vegas. So when I finished uh, going to hair school, I decided, let's do it. Let's move to Vegas. Let's start my career there. So, yeah, so we would uh, come down here on the weekends in hair school because, you know, St. George, Utah, nothing happening there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of felt like a second home. So it just made sense when I finished hair school. I knew that this is where I wanted to start working. So there's a lot more opportunity sure. out here than in small town Utah. And you studied at the Paul Mitchell School. I studied at the Paul Mitchell Academy in St. George. Yeah. Tell me about that. It was um, it was awesome because I feel like, you know, growing up in a small town, a very conservative small town, um, you know, us hairstylists are a little less conservative. So it was good. <laughs> it was great to be around other like minded people. Sure. And, um, it was a really great experience. I mean, that it going to that school changed the tra- trajectory of my life. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience. I love that. Well, you know, I have I have a little bit of experience with the Palm with the Paul Mitchell family. Yeah. Um, uh, I choreograph. I, I worked with them as a performer and choreographer when they've done some of their like uh, gatherings and. Uh, Conventions, like, mm-hmm. I guess, what do we call the big hair shows? The big hair, the big show. hair shows. Thank yeah. you. Yes, I love it. Yeah, the gathering. The I've gathering. Done, done the gathering many times. What do they do that? They don't do that every year. It's every it other year. Isn't used it used to be every year. Now they do it twice a year. Okay. Or I mean, sorry, not twice Wait. a year. Every every, <laughs> every, other every other year. year. <laughs> every other year, not twice a year. Every other year. I love it. Yeah. So when did you get to Vegas? Like what year? Ooh, I uh, two thousand. I. I want to say the end of 2013. Okay. So you've been here like seven years now. It's been like seven years now. I love it. And Vegas has been good to you. It's been really good to me. I mean, I, I, because, you know, starting your career as a hairstylist, moving somewhere new, I didn't know a lot of people. So um, I got involved in the nightlife industry Mm -hmm. to kind of network, build my name and meet people to build my hairstyling career. So there's been a lot of opportunities that Vegas has brought to me. Vegas has been really good to me. I love that. Well, yes, I actually do. I do remember meeting you in the nightlife scene. I think that's where... 
I think that's where most of us boys met each yeah. other in Vegas. You were there yourself. <laughs> I was there. We go back. Oh, girl. Well, we were both we were both promoting and hosting. Mm-hmm. We were we were hosting the party, honey. We were the we were the host of the party. <laughs> yes, yes, we were the ones to know. Yes. <laughs> we were the ones that people were waving at at the yes. front door, saying, "Can I get in? Yeah, can I get in? Please, please, please. Can I cut the line?" <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, let's have a sip of wine on that. A sip of wine. <laughs> sip of wine. I love it. Do you ever miss it? Do you ever miss the nightlife? I, I yes. I mean, do you? You know, I think I just judging by your face on that reaction. I think I feel the same as you. And I, I try to articulate it as yes, it was a great time. Yes, it was a lot of fun. But if I had to, and if I had to do it again, I would still do it. But if I had to do it again right now. Like at the age I'm at now yeah. and where I'm at in my life now, I don't know if I'd have the energy. I, me either. You know what I mean? Me either. No way. I mean, because being out to work till six in the morning, <sighs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It you is. Know that. You have to commit to it's it. A commitment, and 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 it, it can be fun. It's very fun. But it's very taxing. Very taxing, and you can really only do it for so long. I mean, you're gonna sure. age out of that at some point. And I loved my experience. What I will say is, I miss the people. Like sure. I miss, I miss seeing people that I love yeah. every weekend. And because. It is, it is, you know, it's obviously not your typical work environment. Right. So you have, there is, it, I mean, the whole purpose of it is to be social. So yeah, it's great. You get to go and that's your office, like where you actually get to see friends, you get to run yeah. into people, you get to have drinks, you get to buy drinks for your friends, yep. or you get to you get to let them have a great experience and you have fun at the same time yep. and get paid for it. Yep. So I mean, it's, it's an everybody wins thing, but you're 100% right. You, you do age out of it. I mean, I never wanted, I never wanted to be like one of the older queens still at the party. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I won't name any names, but you know, we, we all know we've seen some of those, we know who those, some of those peeps. Yeah, we know like, who those are. And nothing, you're still here, I, right? <laughs> I saw you here years ago, and it's and it's you know, listen, I'm all about having a good time, but yeah. but it's it's what I loved about it was the social aspect, but also what was tiring about it mm-hmm. was the social aspect of the job. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, even like in our, in, when we were in our t- early twenties and mid twenties, it was, it was, you know, exhausting. Yes. We had more energy, but it became taxing it's, even at that point. Yeah. I don't, I have no desire to be working till six in the morning no, because because no. your day doesn't end at six. Because no. if you're on that kind of schedule, as you know, then you go out. Maybe you go out for drinks with friends that you work with after you get after mm-hmm. the bar close that mm-hmm. bar closes or whatever mm-hmm. or whatever it looks like. Maybe you go to breakfast or maybe maybe you go to an after hours or an after. Hours. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> which 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 you do because then you're also well, you're also you're having fun, but you're also like, well, I need to network. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I need it's to, working. I need to get I need to get people to come yeah. into my club. I don't know, you know. It's, it's I it's, love that we we made that the excuses of why we would go to after hours. hours. It's working. No one can see me. Quote, doing yeah, you're, you're, he's doing air quotes, you guys. <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, yeah. I, so yes, I, I don't. I agree. I, I don't regret it. I, I don't. I don't miss it. But I have very fond memories. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have very, very fond memories. I mean, listen, it was a lot of fun. It opened up a lot of doors. I got to meet it a does. lot of people. A lot of fun experiences. Even still, I feel like I benefit from work from my past working in nightlife. But yeah, girl, I'm tired. Girl, girl. <laughs> well, you don't look tired. You look, Thank you. You're looking good. You hold up okay over Thank there, girl. You. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. So now you're working at Look Style. Society. So I work at Look Style Society. Tell me in about Town that. Square. I love it. I've been there for a little bit over a year. Before that, I was at Robert Croming Salon. Oh yes, Robert. Uh, yes, Robert. Um, girl, working with him. Have you? I mean. Tell me, well, I'll let you talk. <laughs> well, yeah, talk yeah. I mean, I mean, I was just going to say I, I worked there. I worked. So when I moved to Vegas, that's where I started working. And I worked there for the first six Close years it. of my career. Um, and then within this last year, I've gone independent. So that's okay. why I'm over at Look. Sure. I sure. do my own thing. Did you get a lot of like one-on-one time with him at all? 
You know, I have to be honest. I mean, he was not that involved. That, he wasn't there that the, much. Yeah. I didn't think not, he, I wasn't sure if he was or not, but yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was kind of disappointing because that's why I wanted to work for that company sure. was, you know, being a Paul Mitchell. For those of you who don't know, Robert. Oh Cohen, yeah. We should, yeah. we should be clear for the people for who don't know. Don't know Robert, you and I know what we're talking about. I got you. <laughs> Robert Cromings is the global artistic director for Paul Mitchell. So, you know, going to a Paul Mitchell school, that is where you want to work. That Absolutely. is like the Holy Grail. That's like the, the Ivy League. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I, I made it my goal when I moved to Vegas to work there. I got a job working there and I worked there for six years and I will say I got amazing training there. But what was disappointing was how little Robert was actually involved sure. well, because with he was, his own business. And, and I mean, he he's was, got a lot going he was, on. He had a lot going on. Yeah. But yeah. yes, I do. I understand. Yeah. So, you know, just, just to be honest with you, but, um, but it was a great experience. I mean, the stylist, I learned a lot from the other stylists that worked there. And, um, you know, I mean, that place really helped shape me to be the stylist that I am sure. today. So I love that. No, I no, I, to- I totally understand what you mean. I, I had the pleasure of working actually with him, like face-to-face okay. with him a couple times yeah. in a completely different capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him being the global artistic mm-hmm. director and me being so one you, of I mean, the you choreographers. You see him more in his element. I did. I yeah. only saw him in the salon environment. I mean, I saw, I went to the hair shows, but I never worked with him in the hair gotcha. show. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I'm very, I'm very grateful and blessed for yeah. that. I mean, again, but again, I was coming at it from a different angle. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember sitting in, you know, meetings with him and his team and, and me and my team and, uh, you know, just going over logistics of the show, of the hair show and mm-hmm. what we were going to do and video and audio quality and sound quality, like all production, everything mm-hmm. production. Mm-hmm. So I was never, I never, you know, had discussed, you know, worked with him in regards to like the type of work you guys would have mm-hmm. done together or mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. But I, I knew, obviously I knew he was very respected in his field and that he yeah. was, he was a very, you know, he was a visionary artist. He still is. He still um, is. And yeah, he absolutely. was, he was very, um, he was very interesting to work for. <laughs> he's an interesting guy. He yeah. definitely is very eccentric. Very, yes. very eccentric. Yes. But um, yeah, he, I mean, he is inspirational. And obviously, you know, being a global artistic director for Paul Mitchell, that's going to take you away from the salon. Totally. So, and, it, and it also, I think it probably takes you a little away from reality. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So we'll excuse it. We'll excuse it. Yeah. No, but lovely guy. I, yeah. You know, I worked with him, I think, for about four years mm-hmm. um, on those shows, um, whether they were here in Vegas or uh, traveling. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, a lot of lot of fun there. But I always, um, I I could never afford to go to his salon. So of course, I mean, <laughs> they are pretty pricey. They are pretty pricey. Salons. So whenever I did those gigs, I always obviously it was never him personally, but I was always like. You think somebody can cut my hair? Right. While we're doing- <laughs> keep, keep this up. Can we get like meeting like while like while we're you know at the com- the, the oh, yeah, at yeah. the show like clean act- you up a little bit? Yeah, like at backstage at the yeah. show. Like when you're done with that model, can you just also like make me look pretty? Clean me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, so uh, looks like society in Town Square, but there's where there's a couple locations. No, you know what? There's a couple locations. They have one in Town Square. They have one in Tavilly. But since the pandemic, we haven't opened back up the Tivoli location. So that actually brings me to the next thing I kind of wanted to touch on. So obviously we're going through a global pandemic, you know, and I don't need to elaborate on that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's familiar. I love that. I heard in my, I heard in my headset, I heard us both take a big exhale (laughs) when Mm -hmm. I said that. Like a pandemic girl. Um, (laughs) So tell me, I mean, give, give me a little bit of firsthand insight. Obviously it's affected many, many professional industries. Yeah. In regards to you and in regards to your industry, your personal business, tell me how it's affected you. I mean, it's, I mean, to say it hasn't affected me would be a lie. It's affected everybody. But I think, you know, 
I th- for me, I've seen a lot of clients not ready to come back to the salon yet sure, just because sure. they're still nervous about getting a personal, you know, personalized service. So it's it's definitely affected the business. I'm lucky that I feel like I have a pretty loyal clientele and they were really excited when I came back to work sure, to come sure. in, you know what I mean? After four months of not getting a service done. Um, but I've noticed there's a lot of stylists that haven't come back to work yet too. Yeah, I was... Yeah, well, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. I mean, I, I, I understand we're in a position now where... Um, I think the opinion about the um, the severity of the virus is a little divided, yeah. Um, which is a whole different conversation. Right. Um, so not to necessarily get into that, but just to acknowledge that there are definitely a lot of people that are not necessarily comfortable yeah. to come in for a service, yeah. And there are other people that they don't mind, yeah. Um, but what can you tell me about the the safety and precautionary measures that you guys are taking um, to maybe put some people's mind at ease if they're thinking about coming in? Yeah, I mean, listen, us as stylists and in the beauty industry, we're we're trained for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's most of what your test is and school is, is sanitation, sanitation, disinfectant. Yeah. yeah, because the client safety is obviously number one. So for me, I mean, I'm not doing a whole ton differently than I was before because I was already following all the protocols before. Really, the only thing different for me is wearing a mask. Okay. During the service, um, I do take. I mean, I schedule myself more time to clean everything down between each between person. clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Where, sure. Before, of course, I was cleaning implements, but now I'm just extra careful because yeah. you know it's all about making the client feel safe and comfortable. Yeah. You know, so um, I mean, we we definitely have amped up the cleaning in the salon. I mean, we have a full time crew there cleaning just to make sure everyone is comfortable. So now I feel like it's the safest and the best time to come and get your hair done because everyone's is. on alert. Statistically, it probably yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, all right. Well, then just to back up a little bit, why why did you choose this industry? Why the beauty industry? I mean, I feel like, you know, I know personally, I, I think of, you know, uh, the people who work in your industry as artists. Yeah. Um, and I think it's actually something to be said that even whether people realize it or not, whether the general public realizes it or not, or the general consumer they definitely come to you with a lot of trust. Oh yeah, for you know, sure. like you're, we're you, you are the person we go to to look a certain way. We are yeah. walking billboard for our own business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that that's probably you don't strike me as a person that takes that lightly. Yeah. Um. And is, so tell me more about that passion. Why this? Why this industry? Well, to be honest, it is the personal connection that you have with stylists. I mean, I was going to college, and I also used to be a performer as well. I went to performing arts high school, um, and I was trying to go to college, taking generals, just seeing what field I loved. And there was nothing in school that was calling to me. And I've always been a people person. Sure. I've always been a very social relationship friend sure, kind sure. of person and so that's I, I I was working in the arts and I started doing wigs and makeup for a show. Oh, nice! Then, Which show? Um, for Mulan, it was actually Ooh, the the yes. uh, Disney premiere of okay. the stage production of Mulan, um, in Utah. And so that's kind of what got me into the hair aspect sure. of things. And I did that, and I decided let's go to hair school. Um, and I ended up really loving it. And yeah. that's that's what I love so much about doing hair. Is of course, you know, we all get the same training. We all know how to do hair, but it's more about the relationships that you're building with people. And I mean, your clients become your friends. Yeah, you know, you be, you 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 become so. Close close with them because it is like you said it's a trust thing people your appearance is a big deal whether people want to admit it or not your hair it is i know i know we're not supposed to sound vain but 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 it's it's not vanity when it's uh, let's just talk about in the aspect of like just taking pride in your appearance yeah 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 i mean you can't deny that there's no feeling like new hair a fresh cut (laughs) a fresh cut i like that expression i need to get that i'm gonna put that on a t-shirt for you there's no feeling like Like, a like new did you say a new hair a new fresh hair fresh hair hair. yeah yeah (laughs) because think about it when you leave the barber and you got a fresh cut you're feeling good you're looking good i mean it changes how you feel about yourself you get a little bit more confidence yeah 
Um, so it's inspiring to be a part of that for of people. Of course. You know? oh, I love that. I love that. Well, and that, you're the kind of person that I would want to come to. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go to, well, you know, nobody, especially when you're dealing with service, you know, nobody wants to go to somebody that hates their job. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no, but, you know, it is. It's a trust thing. And I feel like you should have, like, for the clients that you've known really well, like, you should have, like, a, a theme song for them when they're leaving, like, with their fresh hair. Yeah, with their fresh hair, you should I just should play, like, an anthem them for them. Yeah, yeah. Let them, wa- let them stomp it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, not only are you, obviously, working here in Las Vegas, um, you are also a brand ambassador. Yes. And you also are big, uh, a big educator as yes. well. So, tell yes. me about that, because I'm really fascinated by yes. all Yes. So, this is... This is- what I love about the industry is the different avenues that it can take you in. Of course, obviously being behind the chair and working with clients is fun, but I work for a company called Pretty in a Minute. Um, Great name. Love that name. Great name. Tell me more about this company. So they make um, hot tools. They make product. Um, and so I will travel to hair schools across the country and I'll teach a master styling class, obviously using sure. their products, sure. repping their brand. And it's all about just inspiring students, the new students that are into the field, just to kind of show them that you have a career path, that you can do big things with yourself. Um, you can make a name for yourself. Um, so that's what I do is I travel all across the country, teach styling class, you know, give some motivation, give some inspiration. Um, you know, obviously try to get the students to be a part of our brand and work with us. Um, but it's really just about inspiring the new generation of artists she she's booked and busy yeah, honey yeah traveling girl she is tra- you were in demand yes. <laughs> listen I, i'm listening i'll take I, it, I, I'll take it. <laughs> I love that so how did you get involved with pretty in a minute um just through education i mean they um i reached out to the company i knew somebody that was working as a platform artist for the company okay. and he i kind of knew what he did and i always wanted to do that so um when they were hiring he reached out to me and just let me know so i interviewed i went through the interview process sure. it was like a lot of um i had to build a class online and send it to them and show off my educational skills and that sure, i could sure. actually teach um so just just kind of through that um and yeah i love it i mean i actually have i have fun watching your Instagram story. I do post a little bit on there. I yeah. love it. I have fun. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not even trying to learn more, how, to, how to do hair, but, uh, or other people's hair. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, you're a great teacher and it, you. you're really entertaining too. <laughs> it's you. really fun. It, it is. It seems like the students are very engaged. Your students are very engaged and they have fun. Like you post the videos you post that everybody seems to be um, really enjoying. It. Yeah. And that's the thing is you just want to go and you want to have fun with the students. I mean, you want to show them that our industry is fun, especially right now with everything going on in the industry shutdowns. I mean, salons in California are still closed. So students that are going to school, they're unsure of the industry right sure. now. So it's my job just to go and make sure that they know that there is a future for them. It's fun. We have a good time. Um, and you just relate to them. I love it. Do you have, I mean, do you have a favorite, favorite place that you've taught at so far? I mean, I've always... Or is there a is there an industry? Like, I mean, uh, excuse me, a, a region or a market I go, that you like? I go everywhere. Sure. I mean, I go to like... So then you must city, have a favorite. <laughs> I do. I love going to New York. I okay, always, sure. I always love going to New York. Um, any city because you know I go to small towns out right, in the Midwest right, right, right. which are not my favorite so anytime I'm but in it a can, city oh, it can actually be kind of fun sometimes going like I, going to a, like I, I only speak from when I, I remember when I was on tour with a show when I was a performer when you found yourself in those smaller towns yeah. it can be kind of fun to find trouble in those it's, small towns you can find trouble in the small towns you can find too. it yeah, yeah it's there. but sometimes it's just easier to go to New York yeah no. yeah <laughs> Trouble's right there. It's just it's it's part of your hotel package. Yep. It's out in the open. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. So okay, with pretty in a minute, mm-hmm. um, 
there's also for, and forgive me i don't i'm i'm learning about it as we mm-hmm. go so forgive me if i uh don't know in this moment but tell me about their line of products so they do a line of um hot tools and within this last year we've launched a hair care product so um and i'm not even just saying this because i'm biased but these hot tools are amazing i mean i've never seen them leave hair shinier and healthier looking really they're, honestly yeah they're good products which makes it easy for me when i go to the schools and i'm teaching a class sure. with them i don't even feel like i'm teaching because i believe in the products you're so just much. excited yeah you're like, i just want to like you're talking to your friends you're like yeah. i want to tell you how amazing yeah it it's more i'm excited to share with them like these tools that they can use to build their business so um yeah so they make amazing hot tools and they've just now launched a hair care line um and the hair care line is phenomenal i mean if you want to talk about shiny healthy smelling good hair okay this is the line to use yeah all right well do they have do they also have make um i know they're making you're talking about products but mm-hmm. do they also make like tools hot tools yeah so hot okay. tools is their main thing okay uh flat do you have iron. a favorite hot tool i love their two inch keratin iron tell they, me <laughs> It sounds so. Sounded so seductive. It sounded so seductive and sexy. Tell me about that two inch. Um, Let me tell you about Um, that two inch keratin. Tell me. blushing yeah you um, are you got a little red i love it um no it's it's um basically it mimics what a keratin smoothing treatment does to the hair so okay. any type of hair the curliest coarse coarsest hair with one pass it gets a bone straight super nice. super shiny yeah so it's like a magic tool for the hair it takes every texture the curliest hair bone straight with one pass so it's a really good tool Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that. So we're going with the two. What is it again? Two inch keratin. <laughs> yes. And you have to. You have to say it in that deep voice. The, the full name is the two inch keratin smart smart flat iron. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have? Okay. So <laughs> this might sound weird, but I'm actually really curious. Yeah. So as a as a very um, well rounded and um, obviously diverse stylist uh, master stylist master stylist yes yeah. master stylist i have to say that many more times <laughs> do you have um a type of hair or type of client um that you have the most fun with that is a really good question type <laughs> thank of you hair. <laughs> well let me think about it for a minute go ahead i'm gonna have a drink of my yeah, wine while you do that client i mean for me i would say as a stylist i love to do extensions. no honey master for, stylist. As a master stylist thank you no um i i like to do extensions just because yeah. to me that's such a change and women it's a transformation love, a transformation yeah and women once if they have really thin fine hair women feel self-conscious about it so when sure. you give them that full thick hair it's like we bring it back to the confidence thing yeah it just rebuilds that confidence so that's the most fun type of service to do for me just because of the transformation. Oh, I totally get that. That yeah. makes that makes a lot of sense. I love that. Well, okay, so I I don't know if this is going to sound uh sophomoric or or whatever to bring this up, but mm-hmm. you know, but I actually really really used to love that show on Bravo with um Tabitha. Tabitha's take yeah, over. Yeah, right. I know, yeah, right. And um uh I remember one time I do remember an episode where she was actually kind of I've uh, met coaching her, by somebody. The way, She's great. Yeah, She's I really met her great. I met her once. Love her. And I remember her talking once about that. Like talking about, you know, as a stylist, this is this is for the the client. Mm-hmm. Everything is everything you do from the second they walk in the door is for the client. She's and I remember and it was funny because it I actually found it very fascinating and I really loved the way she described it. Because she talked about even like how Tip, the typical uniform for a stylist is all black because you want the person in the chair yeah. to be the star of the mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. and talking about just giving them that confidence. And I loved that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, tell me more about that experience. I mean, that's absolutely what it is. You know, being 
coming from a Paul Bit Mitch Paul Paul Mitchell. <laughs> Let me try from, that a, again. from the PM from the school. PM coming from a Paul Mitchell background. It's the same thing. You wear all black because it is. You're there for the client. I mean, you're there to make not them. just because it's chic. No, yeah. I mean it is. It is. Let's be real. I think you guys always look amazing. Yeah, you can make it <laughs> chic. I mean, like I know she said that we're supposed to be as a client supposed to be the star of the show, but yeah. I feel like a schlep sometimes <laughs> when I come in and like and you guys look like supermodels. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, but <laughs> I'm also, kidding. I'm kidding. But also, I mean, we're stylists, so we're there yeah. to kind of inspire and inspire style. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, that's what it is all about. You're there for them. You're there to make that person feel better where, you know, if it is physical, but it's also sure. emotional. Sure, sure. That's the thing with getting your hair done. Sometimes you want to come and just talk to your stylist and just yeah. un- unload. You know what I mean? Unload about everything going on with you yeah. while getting that makeover. Talk about so, the two-inch flat iron. The two-inch flat iron. <laughs> yeah. No, I, t- I totally get that. No, and I do. Trust me. I feel like, um, I feel like I definitely sometimes uh, use the my stylist as a therapist. A little bit of a, a, little bit of a therapy <laughs> session. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, so talking about clients. Mm-hmm. I, I have to ask, have, have you had the pleasure of having any celebrity clients in your career? I, I have. Um, I have done Natasha Bedingfield's hair. Ooh, yeah. I love her. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she came into, so this is when I was working at tell Robert's me, Salon. Yeah, here's the tea. So she came in just casually by herself to Robert's Salon to get her hair done for the Billboard Music Awards. Oh, okay. Like she just like, she just was, like she walked walk in? in? Yes. <laughs> no, yes. she had an she appointment. She walked into our salon, used her full name, was... <laughs> Well, she probably was like, if I don't use my name, I, I need, I won't she get it. I'd have to wait. Yeah, yeah have to that's wait. true. Yeah. Well, because usually they book under an alias. Well, no, totally. Yeah. You know? So, um, so she was really cool. Um, I've worked. Um, what did you do for her? Like, what did you, did you have to do? Like, an actual washing style. Just wash just style. Just like, Tell me, how did you do it? Did just you do an, an easy flat like, iron. No, she know. was so low maintenance. She she just wanted her hair flat ironed. And she was performing at the Billboard Music I Awards. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm at, okay. Super low maintenance. Okay, Natasha Bedivine. Yeah, very, very cool girl. Um, I've done actress and model Jamie King's hair. Yes. Um, I do, I mean, I do Britney Spears' brother's hair. He's, you know, her sister is sure. a celebrity. But um, <laughs> sure. I do his hair. Um... Who else? Let's see. I've done Brandon Flowers from The Killers. He used to come into Robert's Salon here. He lives in Vegas. So a couple people here and there. Nice. Yeah. So well, if you could, this is a hypothetical question. So if you could pick any celebrity, um, to, so it's like kind of a two-part question. If you could pick any celebrity to um, have as a client, who would they be? And who, if you could pick any celebrity to give a full-on makeover to. Okay. Well, this is going to go, I mean, this is, this it's gonna be the same person for oh, both. Oh, okay, questions. great. Okay, great. I, well, I just didn't know if there was like somebody that desperately needed a makeover, and then there was well, another person that you were like, that would just be fun to do their hair. I, this, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Again, both. Again, both. I would say I would pick Britney Spears. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. She needs. I, she, I think she needs some she needs love. A little love. She needs she some needs love. A and you, love. you are a fan. I know you're I'm a, a big fan. fan. Yeah. I am a big fan. I have a lot of respect for her. I, sure. I worked at her show here in Las Vegas doing VIP when yep. she had a residency here. So, um, I have a lot of respect for her. And um, yeah, and you've she, met her. A couple times. I've met her a yeah. couple times. Yeah, I do her brother's hair, but I I feel like I could I could give her a little love. You could give you know? her the love. A little she love. Needs. She, I think yeah, she needs it yeah. Right now. She needs a little. She needs a little love. Um, so I would love to do her hair. Yeah, I would, sure. you know, she, she, you know, I don't want to say give her a makeover because I don't want to. I get it. You're I don't want to say like she needs a makeover, but you get what I'm saying. I would love, I would love to have her as a client and give her what she wants. I love you know? that. Yeah. Well, maybe one day you will. Maybe like I day. think you should be working on her brother. Like you one. should be kind of dropping. I've hints. made some hints. I've made some hints. <laughs> and is he ever receptive? Does she he even know what you're doing? She doesn't live here. So, I know, but, so but when she was doing her, girl, she a plane right away. Know, you can get like you know, travel all know, the time. I know. I know. I'm tr- listen. One Where day. Does she live? Is she in LA? She lives in LA. As okay, far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, LA. 
So, um, yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. One day. One day. Maybe one day. we'll see. We'll yeah. see. One day. I love it. So, okay. Um, I actually have to ask too. This yes. is, I would really love to know, um, if you personally have any stories or even if it's not you, if you maybe one of your students or mm-hmm. something, I need to know a horror story. I have to know like, Oof. like where I'm sure it was an accident. I'm sure everybody's a lovely person. It's great. It's great. It's great. Whatever. <laughs> but I want to know the tea. I want to see one day, like talk about one day when somebody accidentally cut off like five extra inches of somebody's I mean, hair. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and something where you can't fix, like you can obviously make it look the best you have to, but I need to know, need to know about a mistake that was pretty tragic. I have a mistake. That's pretty tragic. Okay. And tell me this, this is, this is, um, me. I'm going to go, I'm going to oh, tell you my tell embarrassing your, story. Okay, yeah. Right, going girl. back to hair school because luckily knock on wood, I haven't had too many bad experiences professionally. Um, but when I was in hair school and this is God, like eight years ago, um, I was doing a client's hair, black hair. She wanted a highlight. Um, and, Doing a full highlight. She's sitting there processing and I come in to check with her and all of a sudden one of her highlights falls <gasps> off her head. Like the, fo- oh, the, the foil, foil and just everything like just fell, fell from <laughs> its place in its head. Did she notice? The floor. Like she didn't notice. And I go to pick <laughs> I go to pick the foil up and it I mean it melted it off melted. of her head. It melted off of her head was still in the foil. It melted off of her head. Oh my god. So um what she didn't tell me was that she had previously used sun in, in her hair, which okay. for those of you that don't know I don't know, so tell me. So sun in is like a spray that you can get at Walmart to spray in your oh, hair. Yeah, I knew that, but what does it do that so made it do that? Yeah, what it does it? is sun in it has metal flecks that go into your hair, and those metal flecks are what reflect the sunlight to lighten your hair color. So if you have sun in in your hair and you don't tell your stylist and then you go put bleach on that, on those metal flecks, it's way too much on the hair and it's going to activate that developer and melt your hair off. Clearly. So (laughs) clearly. So when I, so we immediately took her to the bowl, we started washing her hair out and I tell, I mean, I tell her what happens because I'm not going to pretend like it's not happening. She acted as if she didn't even care and it wasn't a surprise to her. Oh, you got lucky. Well, because I didn't know she had sun in her hair and then she started telling me that she used sun in her hair and she... She didn't freak out, thank God, because... So did she leave with a bald spot? Not a bald spot, but we got it all out. <laughs> she definitely left with a very significant haircut. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yes. I love the way you ended that she, story. That was, she left with a significant haircut. She got a significant haircut. haircut. That's we'll another that. t-shirt for you. <laughs> She's going to leave with a significant haircut. She's going to leave with a significant haircut. I need... I. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you, that, I can only imagine that like internal freak out moment, like that, that total panic. Oh my gosh. Panic, panic. And And anxiety. Your heart like sinks into your stomach and you're like, uh, uh, no words. No words. Because you can't even put it right off. You know what I mean? It's melting off. So yeah, no words. Girl. All right. Well, Ooh. you got, but you got lucky though. She was at least very understanding. She was understanding. You, have you ever had anybody that's just blown up at you? No. Not because that's necessarily something went really wrong, but maybe they, for whatever reason, they just weren't happy. No, no. Luckily, I've never really had a problem with that. Okay. I've never, okay. yeah. I mean, knock on wood. <laughs> right. Knock on wood. Look, you're going to go to work later today. It happen <laughs> anytime. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been kind of touting this, this title. Well, I mean, under, deservably so, the master stylist title. Uh-huh. Tell me what it takes to become a master. Stylist. I mean, I, I've, you def- and I, I am saying that with respect. I'm right. being, I'm being silly right now, of course, because we're joking about it. I, I didn't mean it to sound disrespectful. Of I course, really, I want to know. Of course, <laughs> I mean, a, a master stylist comes with a lot of training. I mean, a lot of training, and the, and the reason why I would say master stylist because a lot of stylists you specialize in one thing, um, especially if you go to like the East Coast or or even the West Coast, like New York or LA, you're either a colorist 
or you cut hair. Okay. Or I didn't you're know that. a barber. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Or you do extensions. It's not really, you're not, it's just not the you're norm. You're not the jack of all trades. To do, yeah, you're, to do you're, all trades. Really, you just, you specialize. You specialize. In one element. Yes, yes. One or two, maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Whereas with a master stylist is you kind of specialize in everything. Everything. Yeah, you kind of yeah, specialize in you everything. you are a master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, barber cuts, extensions, updos, color, cutting, um, just a well-rounded stylist. And you and, and with that, you how know, long, you, how long, how much additional training, hours of training and schooling would that require? I mean, you have, you know, for extensions, that's not even taught in school. That's something that you have to seek out and get your own education on. I didn't Pay know for that. classes. Okay. Yeah, that's all extra education. I mean, hair school you're really learning the basics okay the very very basics so you have to reach out and get your own education and get your certifications you know get your barbering license get certified in extensions and coloring and haircutting um so it's just training and, and, sure. and lots of training and years in the industry what do you have as far as somebody at this level already do you have any sort of words of encouragement or a method any sort of messaging that you want to pass on to the students right now or anybody aspiring to enter the industry yeah, I mean, I would say not to give up because it's it's hard, especially your first year when you're trying to build a clientele and get your name out there. It's really, really hard. So my advice is, and of course, I can only go from my own experience. Sure, but no, no, my no. advice is to get, when you're building your clientele and you first start out, is to get a side job that allows you to meet people. Okay. And and, and just to really build your network because um, that's what it is. And you we just, did, we, it, it could be the nightlife industry. It could be the that, nightlife right? industry. Exactly. Going to after hour parties that go to after Dude. Part, no. Which, <laughs> right? Right? But honestly, I mean, if you're doing that, pass out your number to those cocktail waitresses. Girl, get I them would. in your chair, you know? Yeah. So it's actually it's actually a pretty brilliant it's strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's smart. So you just you just it's all about networking. And you just sure. it's it's a constant hustle. So I just I always tell people never to give up and just know that you're always gonna be building your clientele. Because clients come and go, mm-hmm. you know, and and you just just always be building. Being an alum, excuse me, being an alumni of the Paul Mitchell mm-hmm. School and family, um, I'm sure you're an advocate for them. Yeah. But do you, are there any other um, routes that you would also recommend, like any other schools or any other um, uh, brands and training that you also respect really well? Yeah, I mean, I always, okay, because I mean, I've been to hair schools all across the country. And let yeah, me so t- you'd be the perfect person yeah, to answer this question. Yeah, I mean, I've I've gone to some schools where it's, 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 it's kind of sad to see to see the circumstances and it makes you feel really lucky for the opportunities or for me the, the opportunities that I've been given but I always say to do your research I mean you want to go with a school that has a name to it that has a brand to it that obviously has an education system set up sure. um, so I mean Aveda is a really great school okay. Tony and Guy is a really great school yeah, Tony Guy, you yeah. know I mean you just want to go with a school that is reputable and has has a name to it okay so in regards to just to go back to Paul Mitchell, mm-hmm. um, do you have a favorite uh, product, a Paul Mitchell product? I Ooh. have a favorite Paul Mitchell okay, product. Okay, what's yours? I want to know My, yours first. I, I actually really love the Mitch Men. Like, yeah. I, um, I really like the the grooming cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one do you, do you use? I like the, the clean cut. The clean cut. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I love clean cut. I also love Reformer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would have to say. But I also like the the tea tree. Is it? I, maybe I'm shaving cream. Wrong. No, but the there's a there's a. 
it's in the green bottle, the Paul Mitchell stuff, and it's like tingly, like the shampoo. Oh, the um, tea the, uh, or, the special, the yeah. tea tree special tea shampoo tree special. conditioner. Thank you. Yes, yeah, I love yeah. those because that tingling to the scalp. I love the tingles. I really like all that. the feels. Honey. Yeah, all the feels, all the tingles. <laughs> I like that. I also really like their Marula shampoo. I don't know the conditioner. Marula. So it's it's their newest line. Ooh. Um, and all of the products have Marula oil in them. Okay, um, tell me about Marula oil. Marula oil comes from a Marula nut in Africa. It's super hydrating for the skin, for the hair, and um, when I use that on my clients, you can feel the change okay. in the client's hair. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I love that. super, super hydrating for the hair. So if you're looking for something that's going to soften your hair up and hydrate it, mm-hmm. I would go with that line. I also really like, I, I don't use it as much anymore. I and Maybe I like it because there's a little bit of nostalgia because I remember when it launched and I um, uh, had a small, very small part in that, uh, just the just the, in the hair mm-hmm. show, was the Awapui line. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really liked it. And I... I um, I like their shine spray. Mm-hmm. You know, the shine spray. That. And with Awapui, it's the smell of yeah. it too. All those products smell so good. That wild ginger smell. I mean, you can't go wrong. Girl. Yeah. So, what would you say? Okay. In regards to just like, I know that maybe this is, I don't know if this will be easy or hard to answer, um, but you'll tell me. Uh oh. In, reg- <laughs> in regards to just like, if you could make like a general statement or um, like a rule of thumb, so to speak, you know, to the general public mm-hmm. on, like self care of their hair. Okay. What would it be? Like, what would be the golden rule? Okay. All right. The golden rule is to say, in- <laughs> or the golden rule. Because yeah, we're the golden rule. Hey, hey girl. girl. There we go. I like that. The golden rule. <laughs> yes. I would say to invest in a good shampoo and conditioner. Okay. Okay. And what are your recommendations? I am going to recommend the Marula Oil shampoo okay. and conditioner from Paul Mitchell. And the reason why and I use 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 a uh, special code Trav. Tra- uh, <laughs> special code T R E V. I'm kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. Hair by he's not, no, this really, I don't think he's getting any money from this. He's really no. just telling you. No, 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 I'm not getting paid for this. This is my personal opinions. Um, because with it all starts with the shampoo and conditioner. Like if you feel like you have dry hair, if you feel like you have flaky scalp, it mm. all starts with the shampoo and conditioner for okay. the health of your hair. So, I mean, don't use the Pantene. Okay, you know what no, I mean? no Pantene. Invest, tell, me, tell me the nose. Give me the nose. I just, I would get a salon professional product. They okay. are more expensive, but it's, I mean, it's your hair. Sure. You know what I mean? It's sure. like, it's like using a skincare. You're going to want to use a really good skincare on your skin. Same thing with your hair. Sure. Um, so I just say always invest in a really good shampoo and conditioner. Spend the little bit of extra in your shampoo and conditioner. Shampoo and conditioner. And what do yes. you say to, what do you say to those? <laughs> I'm already laughing before I answer the last question. <laughs> What do you say to those people? I swear I'm not one of them. But what do you say to those people that use a shampoo and conditioner in one? Um, <laughs> Your face is set. Isn't it yeah. saying it all right I, I, now. Listen, okay. The two in one, no. It's not going to work. It's, it's, it's is, a, is it a lie? Well, here's the thing, okay? Shamp- like, how can it be? T- how, I, I always wondered about the science of that. I wonder about the science of I'm that, just too. Like, isn't the conditioner supposed to, like, rehydrate? Because here's the science, here's okay? The I know nothing about. Here's the know, science. Come. So shampoo opens up the hair cuticle to remove all the impurities, whereas conditioner closes down the hair cuticle and puts the softening in it. So to me, a two in one, it's like you're opening, you're closing. Closing the hair. What are you doing? You know what I mean. It's so it's, a, it doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem possible. Listen, just get both the shampoo. And the conditioner. <laughs> You're like, don't save time. Just or money. don't save. What are you saving? Thirty seconds. Just get both. Honey, I mean, 
<laughs> Listen, I know you're busy. Listen, no, no, I know. Like I said, I'm not one of them. I was just curious. I mean, I would be lying if I said that at one point in my life I didn't use that. I've used it too. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna totally lie. Right. I've tried it. Wait, but I have, and I actually this. I'm not lying. I really haven't tried this, not because of any reason, but just now we're talking about it. It's funny. I actually even saw an ad um, <laughs> that I thought was even more ridiculous. I think it's um. I think the brand is Old Spice, mm-hmm. but they, mm-hmm. they actually even have now, and I'm sure it's been out for a while, but they actually even have now where it's like body the wash, body shampoo, wash, the and shampoo. conditioner. And the, right? It's like, what? Face wash, body wash, shampoo, conditioner. I'm like, uh, The next thing is going to be toothpaste yeah. as well. Like, you can do everything in the toothpaste. I don't know about that. This bottle has shaving cream, toothpaste, <laughs> mouthwash, shampoo, deodorant, shaving deodorant, cream. body wash, everything. Yikes. Lube. I don't yeah. know. Yep, right. <laughs> Throw that in there. Just, just, it just lists all of it. Um, you know, like. Uh, it's like all the side effects. Effect. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we don't recommend that no, one no, either. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> what do you use on your hair? I well, like styling or shampoo. Both. Uh, I use the Marula oil shampoo conditioner, the right. one that I'm preaching, um, and then I use the Reformer. The okay. Mitchell. Yeah, the, the Reformer. Yeah, yeah. The, um, and you have great hair. The Mitch Reformer. Obviously. Thank you. Do you cut your own hair? I have somebody that cuts it for me. Um, but I, I mean, I listen. I got really good at being my own barber in quarantine. I'm sure. I'll tell girl, you that. I'm sure. I'll tell, tell me. You that. Tell me. Yes, I, I want to know. Listen, I. You have to do what you got to do. So I got real good at fading my own hair. But I still. I mean, I still like the salon experience. I want to go. I want to have somebody else wash my hair, cut my hair. You know what I mean? I. I still yeah. like the salon experience. So um, no, my, my homeboy Daniel. I, he works at Look with me, um, and we'll trade. We do each other's oh, hair. Nice. Yeah. Okay. You guys can't see this, but I have a full charcuterie board. Yeah, <laughs> y'all would be jealous. Listen, I was so, well. I was excited. Okay, so actually, so Trevor is actually one of the very first people to come over to the Hey Girl penthouse because you know we just moved in, um, and so I wanted to make it nice. So yes, I did. I did put out a couple things, but yeah. you know we are full disclosure. This you know uh, it is. And kind of <laughs> I hope I don't make it sound awful, but it is the middle of the afternoon and I wasn't sure, I, you know me, I'm always down to have a cocktail when we record or a glass of wine or something. And I, but I wasn't sure what he, what he had going on today. So like when he came over, I was like, well, I had it set out. I'm like, do you want wine? And I was almost kind of prepared to try and convince him to have it, but he didn't even hesitate. He's like, oh, please. yeah, <laughs> open up the wine, girl. <laughs> You're never going to have to convince me to Listen, have a glass of wine. I was, I was excited. I was like, yes. And maybe in the it. middle of the day, but we're enjoying ourselves. We're enjoying ourselves. Yeah. We're having, we're having fun. Yeah. I love, but wait, this is your first podcast ever. Am this I, this is. is like, you're losing your podcast you virginity here. You are popping my podcast virginity today. So <laughs> thank you. How do you think it's going? It's going, I mean, you tell me, I don't I know. Think it's great. I'm I having fun. But you've done, you've done reality shows. I've TV. done reality TV shows. Tell me yeah. about that. Okay. Here, where do we start? Ooh, so girl, tell me. I, oh, like three years ago now, I did a little one-off series on oxygen called the battle of the ex-besties um, <laughs> i love that title oh yeah, my god yeah Wait, battle i of the do ex-besties. remember it. oh my god i remember now oh my god yeah so no you, stop, yeah yeah i mean i, I think maybe all of like 10 people saw it because it was, was on one. oxygen you were one of them okay good good so it was listen they tricked me on this tv show they tricked me so it was um a reality show and they they pitched it to me like it was kind of like the amazing race okay. meets like the real world where i'm gonna be living in a house but i'm doing challenges like okay. physical challenges puzzles mental challenges to win a hundred thousand dollars okay okay so i get there and i show up and on the first day of filming the big reveal um is that you're going to be partnered in every challenge with your ex-best friend 
So how did they even find you? Like, so but how, they, did, how okay. like, go back up real quick. Like, how did we'll you get up, recruited we'll for this? Okay, so I, they found me on social media. Okay, but then how did they find somebody that was your ex best friend? So okay, so they so they found me on social media and they were specifically looking for a gay guy. I was the sure. only guy out of all girls. I mean, it's oxygen. It's a women's network. Um, so it is. They, I didn't know. Yes, it just felt natural. Watch. I didn't know. I was like, why would women want to watch a men's channel? No, 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 no. Oh, it's actually for it's for women. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they reached out on me on social media, and you know when you do, have you ever done anything with reality TV? Yeah, not that much. I did a, I did um a show that never went anywhere. It was called Priceless Affairs, and it was was supposed to be on Bravo, and it it lasted like two episodes. But did you go through like the whole interview process? So it's a lot of interviews, a lot of questions, a lot of um Skype interviews with producers, and they ask you every kind of question. They ask you every question. I mean, they ask you no like privacy mm, at all. They want to know like your last like. I mean, yeah, <laughs> everything, everything they want to know about ex-boyfriends, ex-friends, your family. And so, you know, one of the questions was, have you ever had a really significant falling out with a close friend? Tell me about it. But right. I mean, they asked that, about ex-boyfriends. They asked about my mom. I mean, and they that asked, was them baiting you to mm-hmm. figure out who would be the most entertaining mm-hmm. person to partner mm-hmm. you up exactly. with. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And then and then, of course, everyone we talked about in my interview, they asked if they if I had any kind of contact their numbers or whatever. So then they I, of course, I told them about my friend, Melissa. So then they they found her on Instagram and pitched her the show the exact same way. Thinking she's her, just going to be there to, to try to win this to money. To try to win the money, just and, like me. Yep, okay. Yep. Had no I mean, idea. hey, $100,000, I'm on board. I mean, hello. Like, Are you kidding me? So, I mean, I'm very rich anyway. I mean, <laughs> Clearly. Right. The penthouse. Hello. The penthouse. <laughs> I mean, like... No, so, so they approach her the same way, and um, then that's the gag. The first episode is... So, they, but it was a, just as much of a gag for her. It was just that she had no idea either. We were both gagged. So tell me what that felt like. Tell me. I mean, because I, 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 I vaguely remember the show. Forgive me. I don't remember. No, I mean, it's all, been... A, yeah, yeah. It's been a couple but, of years. Um, but um, tell me. Like, tell me what you were feeling. So like, we... This reveal. Like, I would have been, like... Like yeah. no word. No well, word. first of all, I was real pissed because I thought I was going to compete for a hundred thousand dollars. Wait, and that wasn't still that wasn't the prize. Okay, but you're competing as a team wow. for a hundred thousand dollars. So now my hundred thousand dollars went to fifty. Okay, and it's with someone you don't like, anymore. right? And with someone I don't like. So they they had us in separate buses to show up to the actual to the actual <laughs> um, first challenge, and they built a wall up. So we're both walking up, and there's a wall in between us, and the host is like addressing us, and she says, "Big." surprise you're gonna have a partner step forward and you're gonna see who your partner is so i step forward and you can you can see this it's it's on itunes um and i'm just shocked like i have no words i'm like thinking i just got this girl on tv and now (laughs) that was my first thought because like you're welcome yeah because i mean we do not melissa was her name yeah we see you got a good memory (laughs) um and we did not get along i mean it had been like six years since we had spoken what had happened if you don't mind me asking wow my god i mean in a nutshell in a nutshell so we were best friends i'm like i'm interested but i'm not that interested yeah yeah (laughs) i'll give you the quick version we were besties in high school and then we went to i know you know i'm kidding i know you are no i know you are so we well i'm gonna give you the nutshell though because it's a long story so we were best friends in high school and and then we went to college together. We were living together, roommates. And I, you know, I mean, I was, I came out of the closet during college and 
I started dating somebody, which means there was less time hanging out with, with her. her. And I think we've just, all had this friend. We've just, all had that girlfriend yeah, from that time of mm-hmm, our life, from that age group. Mm-hmm. That this sounds very. I mean, she was maybe had more familiar. feelings than I than had, you did, yeah. and it just it just was this big mess, and it we just ended up having a big falling out. Oh, I'm um, sorry to hear I that. moved out over, like I decided to move out from the apartment because it was kind of a hostile living sure. situation for me. Sure. So I moved out without really giving her notice, and it just. It was a messy situation, and then here we are, six years later, on TV, confronted for the first time. Six years later. Six years, yeah. Six years later, um, here we are, on TV, being confronted for the first time. So... What? And I'm sure, again, I just want to know, since we're talking about it right now, and I'm sure I could look it up, but, like, what was the first words you said to each other? Like, what was the... Like... Girl. So, girl. so, so we. <laughs> that would have been the first thing I said to, if it right? was if it was my girl. If that girl's name would be Courtney. Okay. In, in the okay. same situation. Okay. Um. And uh. Yeah. I would just be like, girl. Like I don't know. I don't know what I would say to her because she I did mean, the same thing to me, and it was it was kind of with us. Uh. Not, not, I know you didn't ask, but I'm gonna tell you. But no, <laughs> I want to know. No, I want to know. Um. With um. With Courtney, she um. You know, we didn't have. I wouldn't say we had one like significant moment where there was a big blowout fight. It was an accumulation of a lot of bad behavior yeah. on on her part. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, and then I was still is at least you know it's been years now. So from what I can remember, I do remember still making as many efforts I could on my part to maintain the friendship. Mm-hmm. But in the, and then, if, and, if, and if anything, maybe I got off easy because I remember it being very challenging. I was already feeling the strain on that. And then she ended up just, she ended up just cutting me out. She ended oh, up really? just like, stop talking to me. And she like deleted me off her social media. And I, I <laughs> what sucks is I didn't even notice right away. Oh, <laughs> Until you like went to search for her later, and then yeah, you're like, I was like, oh, oh did you delete me? Oh, wow. okay, I guess we're not. I guess we're done. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and I, but it was, but it, again, I'm, that was the very end of it. But you have to know that there was a, a significant amount of years that we were like joined at the hip. We were like yeah, very same. good, very good friends. We loved each other very, very much. I still love her. I really do. So I don't. I doubt she's listening. But um, <laughs> what was her name? Courtney. Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Courtney. If you're listening. Yeah, I heard she got married, and I think she has a child now. But yeah, yeah. and the, that was the thing with me and Melissa. It's just like you. We were so close. We had a joint name like how couples have names people called us Trelissa that was our I name love together it. yeah I mean we I'm telling you we were like bosom buddies we yeah. were very very close Trelissa I like Trelissa that. so then that would be a good drag name uh, okay that was so then okay so then get that so that was our name in high school that's what they ended up calling us on the show as well like our team name <laughs> And they they didn't even know that that was our what people called us in high school. Oh, they just it, or, they just oh, like came it. up I with that it. name yeah. for us. So we so um okay so we step forward and find out that we're gonna have to do this together. And not only do we have to do this together, but we're gonna have to sleep in the same room together. Every challenge we have to do together. Um, and they right away they handcuff us together to start the first they challenge. They actually handcuffed, they handcuffed you. us together Girl. to start the first challenge. Yeah. So we just start going. Girl, you know me. I would have been like, no, cut. Yeah. Cut. Cut. We're I, cutting. <laughs> I mean, they I mean, did. When we found out the gag that we were going to be partnered yeah. with them, they were like, if you don't want to do the show, now you have Now's one chance to decide now not to do it. But of course, I mean, $100,000. 50. A fi- yeah, 50. <laughs> 50. Yeah, 50. I'm still going to play for 50. I would play for 50. Yeah. So- and did she... W- tell me what... Your what was it like? Did you end up reconciling? Anything? Okay, so th- yeah, this is what everyone wants to know. So we did the first day after the first challenge. We ended up having a car ride back to the house together, and we kind of hashed out our problems in that car ride. Um, but our issue was our challenges. So everything was a competition. So it was very physical, a lot of running, and I would describe our team as 
probably the most athletically active person in the competition. Okay. Partnered with the, the least, least act- active, yeah. uh, athletically um, active person in the competition. So that was our challenge. So there was that, that juxtaposition yes. there. Like- <laughs> yes. That was our challenge. And I know the producers were drooling over Oh, they it. loved it. They loved they every loved second they of it. every second of it. Um, so it was, that was, that was, because you're only as good as your teammate. Course, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so that was a lot of our challenge. So you didn't win. We did not win. Where did you no. come? Like, we where came did you in place? second. We second? Ended, did, we were, was there any sort of consolation prize? No consolation prize for second. Um, but we honestly, we were kind of like the comeback kids because yeah. we had been, um, we had we had lost all the amount of our money. And then there was a challenge where you could play to win it back. And then we got into second place. And I mean, and everything was timed. And we sure. lost the last challenge by like 20 seconds. Oh, so it was, yeah, it was. Things, yeah. But I mean, you know it was i wouldn't take back the experience and it was it was i mean it was cool it was a i love experience. that no I, yeah no that sounds like but do you do you ever talk to melissa anymore now i mean we she lives in new york and mm-hmm. i live here so we, i mean space makes it a challenge space anyway. makes it a challenge but do you feel like there was at least some version of closure and reconciliation yeah and i mean and this was someone who was really important to me for a sure. while so honestly i mean when i thought i was going to do this experience i thought i was going in it by myself and i wasn't going to know anybody so it was kind of nice to have sure. her there with me to go through the experience together and i feel like going through that experience together kind of brought us a little bit closer um but i mean you know she owes me a hundred thousand dollars let's <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> That was a good. That was a mic drop. So, if I've ever, I if mean, I've ever heard one, she can drop her mic I now. Mean, we need to end I mean, the interview. And if, and Interview's if, over. It's done. Yeah. No. Go ahead. So, so I was just gonna say, if you watch the show, like I, I, you said so she owes me. $100, I we we yeah. I mean, I think she owes me a hundred thousand dollars. So not fifty. Just, she owes me no. I want the full hundred. Yeah, you want, hundred. Yeah, you want her half and your half. half and my half. So I mean. You know, listen. I wouldn't trust anyone named Melissa from New York. That's, that's, what, that's, I'm all I'm saying. that's what I'm that's saying. That's what I'm saying. Or Courtney from Denver. I might have to edit mm-hmm. that out because that's really shady. Or but <laughs> no, you gotta leave that in. You gotta leave that in. No, but it, it is. I, I can completely empathize. You know, without yeah. without you know, obviously being there with you in every second of that, I can empathize because th- this person was like family to me. Yeah. All the way, every day, hundred percent of the yeah. time, and I would have been willing to maintain that friendship for my entire life. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and it's, and it does, it, yeah, it kind of sucks because, because then you, you go through a period where you also wonder too, you're like, what did I do that made you that angry? Yeah. When in reality, it really was out of your hands. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. At least if it's if the situation you and I are both talking yeah. about. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? And I think when we did reconcile, it kind of, I think she kind of had that moment of our understanding too. She had the clarity. Uh, like yeah, clarity. yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Melissa, I wish you well. I wish you well. <laughs> Melissa from New York. <laughs> Melissa from New York. I wish you well. Courtney from Denver. I, I wish you well too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It is I don't what really it have is. Much, uh, yeah. else to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll comment on like Instagram yeah. here and there. So, and... so she didn't delete you from her. Cause see, I was deleted from all of her social media. Well, I'm, I haven't tried to refriend her. I don't know if I, what would happen if I did. There was some deleting when it first happened. We, we deleted and unblocked each other, but I think this, all this cancel culture. Now, all cancel now that culture. We have, we have all this social, I mean, cause we knew it. I mean, I think we're around the same age, yeah. but I mean, obviously we've seen the evolution of this of, yeah. when we were kid, when we were actual real kids. I mean, we're not old now, but when we were kids, yeah. Like, this didn't exist. No. It was like, no. you know, now it's funny to look at the fact that there is a whole generation that this is all they know. It's this crazy. Is all they know it's crazy. is this type of interaction, this type of social interaction. It's crazy. It's crazy. I it's, mean, what a different world. It's a different world, girl. It's a different world. Listen, 
tell everyone, and um, as always, I will definitely post your contact information yeah. in the description of the episode, but tell everyone how they can get a hold of you if they're looking for a, a master yes. stylist. If you want a master stylist, get your hair slayed. I mean, you can find me on Instagram. Yes. Um, my hair Instagram. Slayed. Yes, hair, get that hair slayed. What are your hashtags? Your um, hashtags are hair by hunt. So hashtag hair by hunt. Uh-huh. And then my actual name on, on Instagram is just my full name at Trevor Ryan Hunt. Okay. Um, shoot me a DM. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And it's at yeah. Look Style Society in Town Looks- Square. Yep. Um, he also travels. Do you ever take clients when you're on the road? No. Because you probably don't have time. Just because I don't have time. Would you be just, open to it? I would be open to it okay. if I have time. Um, yeah. So but, maybe you should start posting your tour schedule. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> like idea. Like your tour dates. My so national people, tour dates. So people know when, to, like, if you're in their city, they yeah, can reach yeah, out. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. That is a really good idea. I should do I'll that. only take 10%. Okay, okay. <laughs> For the Because I'm doing your PR now. There no, I'm kidding. No. There we go. I mean, hey. I'm totally kidding. I love it. Well, I I am so grateful. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah. I had so much fun talking. Thank you for today. having and me. It's, it's been, you know, honestly, it's been such a long time since we've had a chance to like chat. It and, has been, and I'm really grateful. I think I, my you know, what's funny with this little podcast that I started here is what's great is I've actually had the opportunity to catch up with people that I haven't talked to in a long time because mm-hmm. we get busy. So I'm very grateful, and I definitely need to. I've tried a couple times. It's uh, no fault of our own, but I've tried to make an appointment with you a couple you have. times. You but have. um, it, it it's my fault because I I'm the kind of I'm such a last minute girl like. I will I will text him like the day before I need it done. So it's not his fault. But <laughs> like I You have here's the problem is because I travel, I'm usually exactly. no, I'm usually booked fault. out yeah. like two weeks. So totally. so what I'm gonna okay, what I'm gonna do when it when you do for a haircut? Um probably like a month. Okay. Because I just had one like two weeks ago. Okay, I'm um, gonna message you on my next week in town which will be about a month okay and i'm gonna message you and then we'll, we'll work out a and time. we'll do it yes, oh i love we'll it yeah it. oh i love it yes no because i'm dying to get my hair styled slayed by. slayed yes i want my slayed. hair slayed and i want to try the the paul mitchell shampoo that you're the dying marula. over yeah yep. yeah I, I wasn't even gonna try to to say it because i knew i was gonna say it wrong marula. Marula. <laughs> marula. and um yeah i want you to slay my hair yeah it's done. It's gonna happen. <laughs> we'll even we could even like film it live on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's we'll do put it. it on. Yeah, let's I love it. it. Well, Trevor, thank you so much. Thank and you for having me. I'm just so grateful, and I just wish you the best. And Trevor Hunt at Look Style Society here in Las Vegas. Check him out. You will not be disappointed. And if you like what you heard today, go ahead and show us some love and give me a subscribe or a follow. And I just hope you all have a great weekend. Thanks, girls. Thanks, guys. All right, girls. guys. Girls, we're girls, girls here. Thanks, girls. <laughs> Thanks, girls.